This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hello? 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 Uh, can you see me? Well, dip me in hummus and call me a breadstick. I'll take that as a yes. This is incredible. Uh, it's a perfectly normal video conference. It's magic. Yes, magic. Can you see me too? Well, I can see your chin and your bow tie. I don't believe you. What color is my tie? Canary yellow. You know that's my favorite color. Okay, your chin is covered in stubble and there's a cocoa stain on your shirt collar. Wow! Correct! If you tilt your screen up, I'll be able to see your face, too. Like this? Down a bit. Okie dokie. Perfect. Ha! I can see myself in a little square in the top left corner. Okay, stop pulling faces and let's get down to business. The reason I called this team meeting... Isn't Alvina joining us? Oh, she's trying, but the internet connection on her island is... temperamental. Amelia, what's that? What? Behind you! Is that a hyena? Possibly. Where are you, Amelia? It's a long story. There's always time for Ah, uh, a... now there's not. I'm about to go hunting with Mosif. Mosif? Hello? Oh, look at that. Looks like Alvina has just joined us. Hello, can you hear me? We can hear you, Alvina. <laughs> Isn't this incredible? Can you hear me? We can hear you. Uh, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yes, no. We can hear you, Alvina. Hello. We can hear you, Alvina. There's no point in shouting. She's got a poor connection. Hello. Alvina, you shouldn't be standing so close to the edge of that cliff. She can't hear you. Hello, hello, hello. Why is she leaning over that cliff? It's the only place on the island you can get a connection. Hello? On a good day. Maybe if I lean over here a little bit, wait. Get away hello? from the edge of that cliff, Alvina. I really don't think she should be balancing her laptop on a rock like that. No oh, shit! <gasps> what happened? Oh. I think she dropped her laptop. Oh, no. Well, just you and me then. Like in the old days. You said there's business to discuss? Yes. We don't know how long this situation will last. My guess is that it could be a while. I miss my books. I miss my clients. If I don't get back to work soon, I'll go crazy. Do you know what? The other day, I actually interviewed myself. Plus, I'm running low on bubble liquid. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Bubble liquid? No, work. Oh. We need to keep business going. But you just said the situation is likely to last a long time. The world might be in lockdown, but people still need to disappear. That may be so. But how the heck can we operate if I'm stuck in this bunker, Alvina's on that silly island of hers with no means of communication, and you're... Did a baboon just hop on your shoulder, Amelia? We have to adapt. Like the rest of the world. The rest of the world? You know that doesn't mean anything to me, Amelia. We have to learn how to offer our services remotely. What? That's impossible. I'm disappointed. I thought you disliked that word as much as I. I'm just saying, how are we going to interview clients if... Like this. Via the... Computer? What's wrong with that? Well, how am I going to offer my clients cocoa? 
It's not perfect, but... You don't have anyone on the ground to actually, you know, carry out the disappearances. I didn't say it would be easy. I mean, I am good. Some would say you're... The best in the business. Yes, I am. Look, I, I understand if this is too much of a challenge. Sorry, it was a silly idea. Go back to arranging the bodies of fallen insects by size and shape, and we'll resume business once we all get back to London. No, I... Hang on. What? How do you know about my insect art? I didn't tell you about that. I like to keep informed. Yes, but you're a million miles away in... in some sort of jungle surrounded by what looks like at least two dozen lemurs. Where the hell are you, Amelia? None of your business. What I get up to here in my free time is none of yours either. I'm particularly fond of the stack of horseflies topped with a ladybird in the center of a circle of dead ants. What was it you called it? Oh, exoskeletons on a windowsill? Have you been listening to my audio log? How can you do that? Well, I'll let you get back to dissecting that dragonfly, and we'll meet when all this is over. No, wait! I want to get back to work. You do? Yes! You'll interview clients over the computer? Yes! Good. If you require anyone to carry out any field work, Salvatore can do it. He can always borrow Kozlovsky's hazmat suit. I'll try to keep the need for movement to a minimum. Excellent. Kozlovsky can still carry out plastic surgery, I assume? Of course. So, should I put the first client through? Already? Yes, I have someone waiting. Who? You've met her before. I have? Who? Tell me, Amelia. I thought you'd like to be surprised. Shall I put her through? Is my bow tie straight? It looks very dashing. I haven't shaved since I arrived here. The rustic look suits you. You think so? Absolutely. Amelia, watch out! What? There's a lion behind you! Oh, that's Usama. Usama? Mosef's pet. Don't worry, he's very gentle. Come here. I don't think you should be stroking him. Good boy. Good boy. So, can I put your client through? Just be careful, Amelia, all right? Of course. Hello? Oh. Oh. Hello. She's back. Alvina? Maybe... Is that better? Now you've frozen. How did she get to the bottom of that cliff? That's a sheer drop. How did her laptop survive that fall? How was she going to get back up? Hello? Hello? Alvina? Alvina? Oh, is this, um... Are you, uh... uh, Welcome to Amelia. Thank you. Your name is? Ali. You've visited Amelia before, correct? Correct. I'm sorry that I can't offer you any cocoa this time. Well, you uh, didn't offer me any last time. I didn't? No, you had Joey and Salvatore escort me from the premises. I did? Oh, I remember you. You wanted us to make your husband disappear. Yes. We rejected your case. Yeah. We don't do non-consensual disappearances. I did tell you nobody would miss him. Well, nothing has changed, Ali. I'm not making your husband disappear against his will. I know. So? So can you make me disappear, please? Really? I've been stuck in the same flat as Tom for seven weeks now. Seven weeks. I mean, it was bad enough having to put up with him at breakfast, dinner and weekends, but this? I hate the way he snores. I hate the way he leaves his toenail clippings in the bathtub and his beard shavings in the sink. I hate his Superman boxer shorts and Batman pyjamas. I hate the Mission Impossible ringtone on his phone. I hate the way he always reads out the back of a DVD cover before we start a film. 
I hate the way he pauses the film every time he needs to go to the loo, which is often. I hate the sound of his pee hitting the toilet bowl. I hate that he doesn't wash his hands when he's finished. I hate his tuna pasta bake. I hate his stupid mug with the slogan, I am always right. I hate that when he takes out the tea bag, he lets it drip all over the kitchen floor on his way to the bin. I hate the smell of his aftershave. I hate the fact that he's been reading the same Terry Pratchett book for the last three years and he's still not even halfway through. I hate how he unplugs my phone to charge his computer. I hate that he always buys the cheap brand of toast. I hate how much water he wastes when he's doing the dishes. I hate the way he laughs. I hate hearing the Joe Rogan experience leaking out of his earbuds when I'm in bed next to him. I hate the way he blows his nose. I hate how many times he uses the same tissue. I hate his stupid D&D friends. I hate hearing him practice the guitar. I hate his voice. I hate how often he says, know what I mean. I hate how he punches the air after he's won at Monopoly. I hate how often he breaks plates. I hate how he always pretends it's the plate's fault. I hate how he immediately likes every one of my Facebook posts without reading them. I hate how he never remembers which day the rubbish collection is. I hate how whenever he takes out the bin bag, he never puts in a new bin liner. I I hate how he breathes. Ali, is there anything about your husband you don't hate? <sighs> no. Can you help me disappear? Why are you whispering? Tom's just walked into the kitchen. Oh. And broken a plate. Call him over. What? Why? I'd like to see him. Ask the question. I'm trying to keep this secret. Okay. Tell him to go shopping. Tell him... Tell him you're out of toilet roll. <laughs> we bought six trolley loads of the stuff on the first day of the lockdown. We have enough loo roll to wrap up Buckingham Palace. Pasta, then. You can never have too much pasta. Tom, we need to stock up on pasta. See if they've got any flour while you're at it. And baked beans. Don't forget your face mask. He's gone? He's gone. Good. When will he be back? Uh, the Tesco Express is just around the corner. Fifteen minutes? Salvatore can make that. Salvatore? What's the plan? Tom comes back and finds you immobile on the kitchen floor. Why? What happened? On your way to change the bin liner, you slipped on a stray tea bag and cut yourself on the shards of a broken plate. You've got some tomato sauce? Yeah. Pour it on the floor, and he'll find you in a pool of blood clutching your phone. He's pretty sick, but I think even he won't fall for that. Before he has a chance to properly inspect the scene, Joey and Salvatore will arrive with a stretcher. They'll tell Tom they received your call and are taking you straight to A&E. I'll call him a few hours later to deliver the sad news of your demise. How do you think he'll react? With relief. You really think Jerry and Salvatore will make it in time? Salvatore has already set off. I sent him a message while you were telling me why you hate Tom. He drives like the wind and besides, the roads are empty. The Amelia ambulance will be outside your house in no time. 
And where will they take me? To hospital. No, I mean, where will they really take me? To hospital. Kozlovsky will give you some light plastic surgery in the back of the ambulance, then drop you off at the Royal Free Hospital. What the hell will I do at the Royal Free? Clowning. I thought we'd set you up as a hospital clown in the children's ward. What better way to start your new life than by doing good on the front lines of the crisis? Oh, could I be a volunteer or trainee nurse or something instead? Children really isn't my thing. Hmm. I was relying on the red plastic nose and white face paint as disguise. There's only so much Kozlovsky can do in the time it takes to get to the Royal Free. Plus, the oversized shoes and polka dot tie I had in mind are very fetching. I don't want to be a clown. Ugh. Volunteer it is, then. I guess the NHS is very understaffed. Thank you. So... All that remains for us to discuss is payment. I've already made a substantial down payment to that lady with the American accent. She said I should negotiate the rest directly with you. I'd like 20 packs of toilet roll, please. Oh, someone's at the door. That will be Joey and Salvatore. Already? I told you they'd be quick. But I haven't even given you my address. I can just make out the sign for Golda's green tube station through the window behind you. I told them it's the flat with blue curtains in the building opposite the station. Joey and Salvatore will load up the ambulance with toilet paper, then wait at the other end of the street until Tom returns. Oh, it's a deal. Well, you'd better go open that door. Say hello to Joey and Salvatore from me. Will do. Thank you so much. A pleasure. Well, that went all right. Pity I couldn't offer her any vouve clicquot. Oh, well. I'll just have both glasses. <laughs> Hmm. I wonder how long this will last. I do hope Alvina's all right. Oh well. Back to dissecting that dragonfly. The Amelia Project is created by Philip Thorne and Einstein Brager with music and sound design by Frederick Barden. This episode was written by Philip Thorne and performed in lockdown by Alan Bergen, Julia Morizawa, Julia C. Thorne and Beth Crane. Now, as I hinted at in the intro, this isn't quite the last lockdown tape. There will be another lockdown tape coming next week, exclusively for $5 patrons. We rely on our patrons to keep the show going, now more so than ever. Ostein and I don't pay ourselves a single cent for the work we do on Amelia, but we do our best to compensate the team. So if this podcast brings you joy and you'd like to support the actors and technicians making it, please consider becoming a patron. It really, really helps us to keep the show alive. And what's more, you'll get another lockdown tape next week. Simply go to patreon.com slash Amelia Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Amelia Podcast. Or you can visit our website, ameliapodcast.com. You'd be making us so, so happy. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Eric Demarge, Sophia Anderson, Katarina Zindela, and Sophie Levizo. Love to you all and stay safe.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England. Three cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson! Solved by Sherlock Bloody Holmes of 221 B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now. God, I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years. The boys are both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website 224BBaker.com. It's like they say, big breaks are 90% luck. What's the other 10%? Luck.